Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q, Smitty, Matt, and Jay Cam. Hey, it's Thursday night, Notebook Wagering time. Live from the Salisbury Center, powered by Monster Energy. The guys are back. We're fired up. I am Smitty. I got my guy in Pittsburgh, Maddie. Maddie, what's going on, my good friend? Oh, it's almost time for the madness. Uh, we wrapped up the Super Bowl two weeks ago, a little dead period, but spring training opened up today. We already had a game. Totally missed it. Uh, the Dodgers probably wish they had some of those runs last year in the playoffs because uh, they sure can't use them in spring training, those bums. <laughs> so I'm going to be a huge Dodger hitter this year. I hope there's a lot of Dodger fans listening. But let's go. Let's talk some uh, football, baseball, basketball, and roll on. We're going to dive all into it. I got a lot of stuff going on here. Let's say hey, the show's about live bets. We're going to try to win some money. I got a big card tonight. I'm having an unbelievable week in college basketball, people. 15 and 5 this week. I have a big card tonight. I got some games already in play. I might throw those out too, just to be on record, see how I do. But I got a couple games late tonight. So, Maddie, I'll start with you. You got any action tonight? You going to try to win some money tonight? I do. I finally got a little in, did a little at the gym tonight. Uh, let's see here. I got some NBA player props, so I'll start with college hoops. Um, I have the Purdue Rutgers over 138 and a half at minus 110. That game's already underway. Good start. We're on pace there. Uh, I'll throw it out to you like as a question. You think Minnesota uh, gets another cover again tonight? That's something we can talk about after this. I'm, I have Mo- Montana. That's all right. Montana minus 13. A lot of points, but it's late. A uh, little late action. Minus 110 there. Santa Clara minus nine. And then I saw you have Arkansas State. I actually have Arkansas State versus Troy. I have the over 154 and a half at minus 110. So those are just my college plays for now. We can touch on NBA after we hit that. Okay, so let me dive in here. So, yeah, I have a couple in play right now. I went back with SMU tonight plus six and a half against Florida Atlantic, and I've been saying this. I know Maddie's not going to be happy with that. He has a ticket on them for the Final Four. <laughs> this team, and we go back and forth, man. I jumped I jumped on them last uh, Sunday, and I had um, South Florida. What a great story South Florida is. I had a cover against the team last night that played them, though. But uh, South Florida is having an unbelievable season. This, this Florida Atlantic team, something's not right. So I took the plus six and a half with SMU. Delaware tonight uh, against College of Charleston, very good matchup. I took the plus one and a half. I have a... Uh, I think this, yeah, Hostra started. I did a money line. I gave this out on social media. Hostra and Southern Miss money line parlay plus 140. My best bet of the night was Florida Gulf Coast against Kennesaw State minus 155. That was like a two-point game right now. Higher spread, but I like the game. So, Maddie, I'm going to jump in. So, you said Minnesota. I, yep. I, I'm on Minnesota. I laid a little bit higher juice, and sometimes you got to do that, people. I mean, it's it's if you lose, it can wreck your night a little bit, but if you feel strong about it, play it. I played the money line minus 165 tonight because this is why. This team, I got it in notes here. Let me find my notes here really quick. This is coming into the week. Minnesota, everybody, covering the ATS this year against the spread, they were 22-3. and three. I mean, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, Troy's number two. 
and I went against Troy tonight. I went Arkansas State, and I had them on, and Josh Applebaum, I've talked about him on VEASAN, does unbelievable work. He does. Uh, he was on Arkansas State, too. I like this spot, and when I saw he liked it, I was on it. Arkansas State's 8-3 and three at home. Troy's 3-7 and seven on the road. Arkansas State beat them 82-71 on the road about a week ago. Home favorites in the Sun Belt is 37-10 and 10 this year. So I'm taking a chance with Arkansas State again tonight. So, um, but Maddie, yeah, Minnesota. Here's the reason why I like Minnesota. They're covering, they're doing fantastic. Ohio State's fired their coach. Now, Ohio State, I was on them Sunday. I'll tell you who else was. One of my good friends and good partners at Sharp Angle Syndicate, Stevie Shrimp, man. Stevie Shrimp gave that out. And that was a straight winner. They beat Purdue. We'll talk Purdue when we get into college basketball here in a little bit on the show. I want to ask Matt a couple questions with Purdue. But I think it's a good spot for Minnesota because that's a big win. Coach fired. Could they have, after a big giant win, Al traveling, could they struggle here? I think it's a good spot. I think Minnesota wins the game. That's why I'm playing the money line on that. Uh, I got one more, Maddie. I'm going to give out Abilene Christian. They play, uh, I think, California Baptist. So you got the Baptist legs or something, the Christian leg going tonight here, and I forget what conference they are. Um, Baptist, California Baptist is a little better than they are in the standings, but Abilene Christian, they've won two in a row. California Baptist, four and six away. You would kind of think this game, I don't know. It could have been the other way around. I'm going to lay a little heavier juice on this too, minus 155, but I think Abilene Christian gets the win tonight. So that's the card. Like it. Let's go. 15 and five, man. Been just crushing college basketball. I love it. And it's getting to the point right now. We'll come back to college basketball here in a little bit after the break here. But I got some, hey, let's stay NFL. Let's stay NFL. We got to keep NFL on the talk a little bit because that's the one that really stirs up. Hey, Mike, what's going on, man? Thanks for being here. Hey, everybody, if you're listening, get in this chat, man. We want to see what you have to talk about. Jump in our conversation. Give out some games. Give out some thoughts. We love to have the chat. Get in there. Get in. Sign the notebook. Sign the notebook with your thoughts. Let's go. All right, Maddie. There's a lot going on here. We got the draft here in like two months. You got a lot of free agent rumors. I'm going to start. I'm going to just bounce a lot off this guy right now. Let's go. Justin Fields. A lot of news with Justin Fields. And again, it's like dating like a teenage girl, man. Hey, Ken, there's the guy, man. What's going on, Ken? Thanks for being here. Justin Fields is now not following like the Chicago Bears and like social media stuff. (laughs) And it's kind of like a teenage girl. Like it's, and then he came out and kind of was like, hey, listen, it's not a big deal, but listen, it kind of is. He, he, so he got off all the Chicago Bears social media and he started following a lot of the Atlanta Falcons. Maddie, I just want to ask, where do you think he, this guy's going to, do you think he's going to stay? Do you think he's going to move? And if you think he's going to move, where's he going to end up? Um, I'm trying to find his comment. He said it today, something about preparing for a breakup. And I was like, that's actually pretty good how he fielded it. I, I don't think he'll be back in Chicago. The problem is, I don't know. I, it, it's really hard to say that, though, because 
we still don't know what Chicago plans on doing with that top pick. And I'm sure they're getting tons of offers thrown at him. I'll say one thing. I, I don't think there's any chance Justin Fields is in Pittsburgh. So all you Steelers fans, I think you can get that out of your head. It's Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, and Tyrod Taylor or somebody else is going to be here. So enjoy another eight and nine season. I think his I'll, ch- uh, I'll chime in in a second with that. Yeah, I think his best <laughs> landing spot is the Falcons. Um, I do like the coordinator that they brought in that they could use him and they should have all the tools around him. They actually have a really good offensive line. Uh, superstar Chris Lindstrom on the line there. So his primo landing spot is probably Atlanta. I think there's a couple dark horses, though, and I think the New York Giants might be one of them. And I, I won't throw out the Raiders yet either. So I think there's big changes coming in. We just need one domino to go. And once that domino starts, then the other ones will start going. So who's it going to be first? And that's that's the key. I think we're going to get some running back action before we get quarterback action. Yeah, I like that. I like what you said there with that. I, I don't think he's going to be in Pittsburgh either. I really don't. And They're I'm not going to defend that. No, they're not. And I don't think, and I think, and I've said this with myself and old man in the garage has had this conversation for a lot over the last couple of days. I don't think, I don't think, I don't even think Mason Rudolph's going to be back. I really I don't. Think he has to. I, 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 I mean, I'd like to see it. And a lot of people are saying then if that's who your quarterbacks are, you're in major trouble here. And I mean, you could, I still think they could be battling for a playoff. Mason had okay, but do you think Mason's really the franchise? I mean, I don't think he is. I'm sorry. Boy, he's a I don't... backup. Yeah, he's I think a clear he... backup. I think he is. I mean, I think he sparked the team, but you've seen that in many games when a team yeah. somebody somebody comes in off the bench and they spark. I mean, Heineke's one of the best names down here when that happened. Everybody fell in love with the guy. Oh, he's going to be in. Listen, he's a backup. It was a yeah, nice story for a little bit. And yeah. Pittsburgh signed Dak for $60 million. Hey, Ken, shut your mouth. We don't want Dak either. <laughs> so I, I think, uh, hey, Scotty, what's going on? Um, I think, I still think, uh, man, I now lost my train of thought. Uh, Tannehill. Tannehill's going to come. He has connections with uh, Arthur Smith. I think it's going to be something like that. And Matt said it, uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think it's going to be someone like that. All right, I'm going to I'm going to do this uh a little differently. If if you're another team, what are you going to want to spend a year on Mason Rudolph? Cuz he's going to get a bump in pay. But what do you think another team is going to spend yeah. on his salary? I I don't know, man. I mean, I off the top Do you of think head. it's like Andy Dalton like in the 5 to 8 million range? Or do you think somebody's going to actually spend more? No, I don't think so. Yeah, this is what so, I said about, I think this is what I said about Mason. If they got to look at Mason and go, hey, Mason, we want you back. And you have every shot to be the starting quarterback. Then I think he's there. But if it's kind of like, and he's getting the feeling, because you've heard, there's been some reports that he's like, I need a fresh start. I want to go somewhere else. And good for him. But I, I said to old man in the garage, I said, Where's, where's, what's, he's going to be a backup. At least in Pittsburgh, I think he has a shot to be the starter. Now, they might be just sold on Kenny Pickett. And I mean, that's a shame. Kenny Pickett's not the answer. 
I I think over Tannehill because to be on to be honest with you, I don't. I know there's the Arthur Smith connection, and that's the only reason I think he would come here. I actually think you have a better chance of literally getting Russell Wilson cheaper. Okay. Okay, so let me jump into this. That was another thing that was uh, I wrote down in my notes here. Ocho Cinco is on a podcast. Ocho Cinco this week said a little birdie was in his ear and said Russell Wilson will be signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I said that a couple. I said that last show. I, it's just it actually makes the most sense. Denver eats all the money. The Steelers can get him on the super cheap. I think Russell needs to get out of some places he's been. He's for some reason. He's not a good locker room guy. He's too, I don't know, nerdy, classy, maybe. He I don't is know. nerdy. Fuck up, yeah. So who knows? I mean, I'm still going to make fun of everyone if he comes here because I can't wait for the turmoil and, and how he fits in. But I think that's the right play. I, I'm telling you, though, they're going to give Kenny Pickett the shot, and it's just going to be a disaster. So Yeah, I we'll agree. Hey, I can't hey, wait. Hey, James, thanks for joining the chat, man. Dallas loves to pay overrated quarterbacks. Hey, James, do me a favor, man. I'd love to see it in the chat. Can you give me your top three? We do love the top three. We don't have one this week. We're going to come back next week with one. I have one. Um, But I'd love to hear your top three, uh, maybe overrated quarterbacks in Dallas or in the NFL. I'd love to get that out. Hey, Scotty, yeah, man, let's get some bets tonight, my friend. Let's win some money tonight. We got some winners. We got some winners. Follow us. Follow us on social media. Follow me on social media. Matt, Notebook Wagering. We got winners. Uh, I give a lot of plays on NCAA Insiders, too, so give those out in college baseball if you're a college baseball guy. Nerdy is a good choice of words. Yeah, that is a good choice of words. Great job there by Matt. Love that so much. All right, Matty, so let's, you know, and here's my last thought with Russell Wilson. A lot of these shows, Follow the Money said the other day, they're like, he's going to, he's going to, if he comes to Pittsburgh, he goes, Mitch said, they'll be a lot better than they were last year. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it could. He struggled late throwing the ball a little bit. I, I'm i just not a, I think his day's done. I, I think so his day's done. I'm going to, I will actually say the potential for them to be better next year, I think, is a tad greater than what it was this year. And here's why. They're not going to draft a quarterback. They're not in the right position. Now, however, if you look ahead and you break down where the draft is shaping up in mock drafts, they're in position to actually get a good offensive tackle or there's a center who's coming out. Out of of Oregon. Out of Oregon. Yeah. Let's hope the GM finally realizes, hey, we don't need another pass rusher or another wide receiver or a tight end or a running back. We need to build the trenches and one more lineman. I think that actually gives them three above average linemen, which should be an, an improvement if they're all healthy and who knows, they could bring in a free agent or two as well. So as much as I bash the Steelers, because I'm not a Tomlin guy, I don't like the, direction the team goes i don't like the fans and how everything is turned to an average outlook i do think they can be better next year and they were a playoff team next last year so as much as i do criticize them i think they are in an okay spot not a good spot but an okay spot all right let's move on here yeah our social media you can follow me at smitty bucks at notebook wagering maddie throw out your social media really fast Uh, real simple if you follow matt 
Cakewalk. And hey, Florida Gulf Coast down eight. So maybe you don't want to follow my best bet tonight, or maybe no, I've been on fire. I mean, one <laughs> night, hey, what hey, we'll see. It's first half. You can't panic in the first half with some games here. Delaware's down too, so we'll see how the night goes. Sometimes you can be on fire, man, and it can it can turn quick on you with that. I had a college baseball game last night, two nothing. The entire game went went to the ninth, got one out. I'm like, oh, this is over. Next thing you know, they gave up four runs and I lost the bet. That's the way it goes. That's gambling. So okay, Maddie, let's finish up here with the NFL. Uh, so the draft's coming up, NFL.com. Uh, I think it's Daniel Jeremiah gave out his second one uh, this past week. And again, you have the Bears, Commanders, New England. First question I have for you, do you think three quarterbacks going to go, is, is this going to be one, two, three, and I don't know what order yet, but do you think it's just three straight quarterbacks off the board right away? What do you think? If there's no oh. trades, if there's no trades. I'll probably say no because there's always a wrinkle, but I think it should be one, two, three, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. New England is the outlier to me because do they give the new regime with Gerard Mayo at the coach now? Do they give him a year with Mac Jones, who they spent a first rounder on? Or do they actually go quarterback as well? And I think if they don't draft a quarterback at three, then – Everybody has them drafting um, Marvin Harrison Jr., which I don't understand why, because who's going to throw him the ball? The quarterback class next year is not as good as the quarterback class this year. So I actually won't be shocked if there is definitely a trade in the top three teams this year. And I actually think it might be New England. I think if we did it today, I think the Bears would go first and take Caleb Williams and move Justin Fields. Then Washington, uh I can't wait to be disappointed in Jaden Daniels. And then here comes number three. Somebody's going to get Drake May, and I'm going to be angry. It's going to be like the year the Giants and Washington were battling over Daniel Jones and the, the kid from Ohio State who passed away. And I know it doesn't look good now, but I wanted Daniel Jones over the kid from Ohio State. So it, I'm, I think I'm in for some more mental torment come drafting. All right, so this Jeremiah... Now, in his, I do want to say, he said he would not give out any, no trades yet. He said and maybe some of his mocks coming up, there could be some trades. It's just too far, too far off here. He had Caleb Williams going number one. He had May going number two. And then he had New England taking Harrison. Now, in a lot of these shows, Maddie, you made a great point there. A lot of shows said if they take him, I think two ways you can look at this. If you take them, like what you just said, who throws the ball to them? Yeah. Now, Daniel Jones, a lot of things about, or uh, um, not Daniel Jones. Now you got Daniel Jones in. Um, oh, my goodness, <laughs> Matt, I lost him. Who was the quarterback at New England? I just went. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, thank you very much. He didn't have a lot of wide receivers to throw the ball to him. You know, he just had no weapons. Now, if you add that, but... It just seems like the locker room didn't like him. There were some issues there. So, but then some people said, you know, you don't have that talent. Get Harrison. Harrison could be like Larry Fitzgerald. And that's what Arizona wants. They want to bring him back and be the Larry Fitzgerald there with Arizona. So I, I think this is going to be, it's going to be interesting. Hey, Matt, you had a question, man. Your t-shirt, where'd you get your shirt from, man? What brand of shirt is that? My shirt? Yeah, your shirt. That was a question. The one I'm wearing? I guess. Oh, I have no idea. 
Okay, get Gina I, to. I hey, we'll get we'll get Gina to come in and read the tag and give it out. There, my right? guess, Old Navy. Old Navy. All right, let's give a little shout out to Old Navy. Maybe we can get a sponsor with Old Navy. We're looking I good. Tonight. I can't wait to go to the chat and see which knucklehead put that on. I, I'm just saying, your shirt. Good look. Good look. I guess hey, tonight. I like it. Stripes. And we're talking sports. We're talking clothes. I like Her it. Horizontal stripes make me look fat. <laughs> I, I got to suck it in, especially around the table here. So, um, okay, one more question I have for Matt, and then we'll take a quick break and we'll come back, man. We're having a lot of fun tonight, and thanks so much for everyone in the chat again. We love the chat. Sign the notebook. Get in. Get your opinion. Get your thoughts. We're going to try to read it out the best we can. Oh, I, w- I do want to read this, man. James, James did come out. Dallas overrated quarterbacks. Number one, uh, Dakota. Number two, Romo. Aikman, I'm not sure who's Dakota. Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm he off went, on that. He went formal. Oh, okay. So Prescott, Romo, Aikman had the best O line of all time weapons and had one of the best running backs of all time. And call me Buck. Okay, we will call you Buck. Let me make a note of that. I like writing stuff down. So James is Buck. All right, James, Buck. Good stuff. I like it. Thanks for chatting tonight with us. All right, man. J.J. McCarthy, our guy that brought us the national championship at Michigan, Maddie. All pumped up with Michigan still. I don't know about next year. <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to enjoy it. Here's the guy, Matt. A lot of mocks have him high. And uh, some other people then you hear and they go, could this be the guy that slides a little bit? I don't think so. I actually think he might go higher than we think, but I think he's going to go to a team who has a proven starter where he's going to sit a year. He did, he needs reps. He needs uh, a pro-style offense. He needs a good quarterback's coach, even though he had Harbaugh up there. Well, Harbaugh's just, he's a wackadoodle. Uh, I mean, the guy just didn't get enough game time is what I feel like. So I think he's going to go higher than we think. I think he's definitely a first round talent, especially if he kills the combine. Like if, what if he comes out and runs, I don't know, four, six has some good uh, throws and his pro days, et cetera. I think he'll go first round. I actually think we're going to have a couple guys bump up. I think this could be one of those years where we get a maybe six, which is like, we do a fun draft thing. It's going to be hard for me to set the over under. Because uh, Bo Nix is going to be there and Penix is going to be there potentially. Although I think those three, McCarthy, Penix, and Nix, are all probably second rounders. But you know the NFL draft really uh, shakes some stuff up. So, Yeah, you know, the Bo Nix one is a little is a little strange, I think. I think Bo Nix, there's no way he's a first-round talent. He's Case Keenum. That's it. And, you know, I've heard some people on some of the shows and they said – like, if you look at his reads, like, he struggled at Auburn with the quick reads. Or, no, excuse me, going through his, like, spots. Like, okay, check, 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 all that. Oregon was real quick. He got the ball, and it was, like, real quick. Swing out, let's go, get the speed, and go. Well, yeah, they, he didn't have to make progressions at, yeah, at the, uh, the, Oregon. The, no. no it's one, if it's his first one, and if the first one's not there, it's the second one, throw it. And if not, you run. Yeah. And I yep. just, there's no way that's a first round talent. 
I mean, no, there was a mock the other day that had the Steelers taking him in the first round. I'm like, oh my goodness, oh, man, if that happens, if that happens, I I think I'm about done. If that I mean, happens, I'm going to drink champagne on the show because <laughs> that's that is internet gold right there to talk about. Well, guess what? If you're drinking champagne, I'll bring a bottle too, and we'll we'll uh, yeah. we'll just have a great old time on the that's show. That's internet then. gold if he goes to the Steelers. I mean, good mighty, oh my! I mean, what is talking? Offensive line, offensive line. Defense line, DB, do not give me Bo Nix in the first round or I'm going to flip out. I might yeah. actually go down to uh, Acrisure Stadium the day of the draft and just have a Bo Nix sign. I'll be the only person down there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, Ken said JJ should have stayed in college maybe one more year. I agree with you because here's the thing, Ken. And, Maddie, I don't know if you're shaking your head there on that thought, but I, I'm going to say why I agree with Ken there. Because you you just said a couple of minutes ago, and I've heard it too, that the draft is not good next year for quarterbacks. If he would have came back, now maybe he knew Jimmy was leaving and he didn't want to be there and he just didn't think it was going to happen. Now that, you got to take that all aside. But if if he could have stayed one more year, maybe he would have been the first round quarterback taken. Because he's not going to be this year. But I mean, he could be very high. So again, it's 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 tough to see. Maybe he knew. Maybe Jimmy looked at him and said, "Hey, kid, I'm out of here, man. I'm going to the pros, and I don't know what's going to happen here. And good luck. And maybe we're going to be uh, losing to Michigan State again and Minnesota, and it could be like that. I mean, it could. So, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Harbaugh gave him some advice and said, "Look, get out while the getting's good. You're probably going to go first round. You won't have to deal with a potential injury." Uh, new coaching regime, uh, transfer portals next year, because guys are going to leave. It's I think Michigan might get a little messy. So I think he's gonna getting out while the getting's good. Sure, he might not be the top three quarterback, but he's going to go. He's going to get drafted. He's going to get picked. He's Who knows? He could have immense talent we have not yet seen, or he could be the next Jake Locker, Christian Ponder. Oh, Jake Locker, great call, Matt. Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> Great one on Jake Locker. Hey, Matt, here's another one, man. They're just on you tonight, man. I mean, they're, they go, one, uh, I lost it. Uh, Mike said, how much product is Matt wearing in his hair tonight? How much that's, product? That's actually Jim Sweat, so that's not much product at all. And there's not much hair there, so. Uh, okay, I took I took mine off for a second because I got some product in my hair. My hair is starting to get a little longer that I'm starting to throw a little bit more product in. So I got some product in my hair tonight, too. I need a shower. That's it. It's a little greasy. I think you look good, Matt. I like the shirt. I like the hair. My hair's spiked too, man. Let's go. Let's get after it. All right, man. That's NFL talk. What great job there. I hope you guys, everybody enjoyed that. Hey, I just want to say we have a great producer here, man. John, John, chime in real quick. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. Things are going good. Oh, yeah. You're doing an unbelievable job. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Katezilla 59.
At Hooters, you can watch the tournament with your buddies. All your buddies. Like the ones with ice-cold beer. And one-of-a-kind wings that are nothing but net. You know, buddies you won't have to fight for the remote. Buddies who know a thing or two about basketball. And the fans who live for it. Where else are you going to get all this? Hooters, your official hangout for game day. All right, join us for Cagezilla 77 at the Salisbury Center this Saturday. It's a can't-miss event for MMA fans. Don't wait. Secure your tickets today and get ready for an unforgettable night of high-stakes competition. Now back to putting money in your pocket with a notebook wagering show on WSN. Hey, we are back. We're having so much fun this Thursday night. Can I tell you, we love doing this show. I mean, myself and Maddie, I mean, it's great seeing this guy. I've known this guy for a long time. We love talking sports. We love maybe sometimes disagreeing about sports, but we have a blast. But you know why this is becoming so much fun doing this show is the people in the chat. I'm going to say it again. The people in the chat, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into us. We appreciate it so much. And again, we love hearing your feedback. We love hearing your opinions. Throw out some games, man. If you have some bets, if you have a, a future ticket, anything in college basketball, anything, man, throw it in there, and we're going to try to do the best job. And if we miss it, man, we're trying to talk. We're, I'm trying to read my notes. I'm a note guy. I'm a big index card guy. So if, if we miss it, sorry. We're trying to give it out. A couple things there I just saw. Crazy thought Bo Nix will be the best QB in the class. Man, okay. I mean, Hey, you never know. Never know. Scott. Who, who, okay. who, who put that out there? Mike. Oh, my Mike. God. Hey, you know, I like that. I'm, you know what? I'm going to give Mike five bucks to put a bet on that. And then I'm going to say you have to at least donate whatever the winnings would be when he doesn't come out to that to charity. All right. I, I like it. I like people taking flyers, man. Go. I, I like Bo Nix. I used to defend Bo Nix when Q would be on the show, man. I was always, I, I like Bo Nix. I like Bo Nix. I, I like Bo Nix. I got no problem with him, but eh, as a quarterback in the NFL, that's, <laughs> he's Case Keenum. Okay. And uh, hey, Scotty said, what's going on? Uh, Schmitty, what's, uh, I like Schmitty. I like that. It's Smitty or Schmitty. I don't care. You can call me whatever. I've been called a lot worse in life. So, uh, what it, what pen is that, Scotty? It's a pen that it's a set that I get down at CVS. It's my favorite pens. I love these. They're my lucky pens. They're my I call them my gambling pens. And I when I can't and I I have them one in the bedroom, one down. I have them throughout the house. I have them everywhere because I have index cards and stickies, man. If I hear a good little note, I throw it down. If I have a line I like, I throw it down. I have notes everywhere. My wife gets so mad at me. My kids just laugh at me. So, but yeah, CVS, go check them out. I don't know. I don't know the name. And guess what, man? When you're getting my age, it's so tough. It's a little dark in here. I can't even read it. Maybe I'll try, I'll put it on uh, social media. I can't see it in here right now. So, hey, let's go college basketball here. So, you know, we'll see what goes on with my plays right now. Some of my early ones, eh, we'll see. It can turn. It's only first half. Relax, everybody. We'll see what happens. Florida Gulf Coast down seven. I need them best bet of the night. But let's see what happens here as the night goes on. All right, Maddie, 
couple things. I gave out on the show a couple weeks ago. I got two tickets so far. I have Kentucky winning the national championship, and I have Tennessee. Kentucky last night, big win against Auburn over the weekend. They went into Auburn and beat them. Last night, tough one. Tough one. They, they hit a shot with like seven seconds. LSU went down, hit a buzzer beater, beat them. I don't know where we're going to go with that, but I just want to throw really quick and then I'll bounce. I just want to give quick ATS stuff out to everybody. Uh, and again, this was coming into the week. Minnesota, 22-3. and three. Troy, I'm against Troy tonight, 18-6. Iowa State, I'm going to come back to Iowa State in a second. They're another 18-7. and seven. South Carolina and Arizona. Arizona plays a big one tonight against Washington State. I know Maddie was on Washington State a week ago, two weeks ago. Very good team, good defensive team. Worst ATS Pacific six and twenty, IUPUI six and nineteen, Old Dominion six and nineteen. How about Michigan? I get a little rain on that. I'll come in back with Michigan. Over teams, really quick teams that hit the overs, really good. Uh, Wright State nineteen five and one. Denver, Denver plays tonight. That's about a one sixty two total. They go up and down. Air Force is surprising. They played UNLV last night. I'm not sure how that ended. They're 18 and 6. Kentucky and Bama. And I think, I believe, Matt, Kentucky and Bama play this weekend coming up. That's going to be just up and down. Unders, Western Illinois, 18 and 5. They play tonight. They're a very good first half under team two. Vermont, 18 and 7. Notre Dame, Bandy, and Rutgers. Are good under teams just to get some info to you maddie overall what's your overall thought right now heading close to small conference tournament action who's your teams so we talked last week and then the show didn't quite take what's uh, in the cup said, water yeah i i said how good yukon is and then lo and behold creighton goes out and just stomps a mud hole in them the other night then purdue Number two, goes out, loses to Ohio State. So maybe the two best teams aren't that far ahead of all the other teams. So I think it's like the uh, Tour de France, the Peloton or whatever it is that has closed the gap on the top two. So I think we have a race now. So I read a stat the other day. I'll actually give out probably on the next show. There's going to be 10 teams that you can basically lock in to win the national title coming up. So I already started the research. And it's only 10. Uh, I mean, you might get two of those 10 into the final four with some other two yo-yos, but the the model's been pretty consistent and right over the last couple of years. So some of the teams to actually just get ready for your bracket stuff, you can pencil UConn going far. You can pencil Creighton going far. I know Buckle like that. Um, A, a crazy one, to, and it's going to draw some hate, Duke hits the model. So there's going to be some teams in there that people that like it's lightning rods. Duke's one of them. Creighton's going to be one of them. I think that's going to draw some, some fun brackets. Uh, I cannot trust Purdue though. Um, I think last year is more to come this year. Now I don't think they're going to lose first round, but I definitely do not think they will be in the final four. I just don't think they have it. And I don't know the big guy, just he's a mountain, but he's not, a huge difference maker. People can, I mean, fairly Dickinson neutralized them last year, but I'm going to throw a couple other long shot teams and I hope they get in um, some smaller schools that I hope actually get in the tournament are Drake, even though they're behind Indiana state who I also like. And then I actually like Vermont this year. If they get in, 
to potentially pull a first round upset. Those are three longer shots. I mean, we still got tons of time, but those are three that I'm going to take a look at. Yeah, you know, you talked about Indiana State. Indiana State finally got in the top 25 about a week ago, two weeks ago, and then they lost two straight. Yep. Yeah. Drake's a good team. The coach's son is a fantastic player. Bradley is another team in that conference that's really, really good. That is, that's a, that's a great conference. That's a really good conference. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's a tough. That's good basketball. I mean, I really like those teams. Yeah, you know. Okay, so Ken Palm has coming in this week. They had Houston number one, UConn number two. UConn had a big loss the other night. Um, yeah, to Creighton. Creighton, good job for the Blue Jays, man. Played well. They have a lot of talent. They've been kind of up and down a little bit, but they have a lot of talent. Purdue is number three. Arizona's four. Tennessee five. Auburn six, Bama seven, Iowa State eight, Illinois. I'm going to talk about Illinois here for a second. And then UNC. Let me jump with Iowa State. So they played, and I covered the other night. I had Iowa State. Oh, man. Was it eight and a half, nine against Houston? I mean, great game. The Cougars had them covered, and Iowa State came back and covered, which is just Fantastic when you have a bet on them. One of the better ATS teams. But I was impressed, Matt. I was impressed with both teams. Cougars can defend. I mean, they, Iowa State, when they had to score, they had to work for it. I mean, it was a grind to try to score in that game. They wear you down, the Cougars, man. No doubt. But Iowa State impressed me how they just hung in the game you know, on, on the road, I think that's a team that's very dangerous, and that would not be a bad ticket, I believe, to put a flyer on them for the Final Four or to win the How national championship. That? I have them. I have Iowa State plus twelve hundred to make the Final Four, along with Florida Atlantic to make the Final Four, and Florida at plus two thousand to make the Final Four. Those are my three so far. I love it. And as, soon, and as soon as Florida gets hot and they pull an upset, I forget who. I think they beat Bama the other night. Then they go and lose. And I'm like, God, just piece together some wins. And you, you could be on that three, four seed line instead of battling around the seven, eight line. They just need to get on a roll. I think they. I think that's a team to watch out for come tournament time if they get a favorable favorable draw. They have really good athletes. They don't have really good players, but they have really good athletes. No, I love it. I love it. I think, you know, <laughs> I like this thoughts on SRU winning the PSAC. What no. sport? And what sport? <laughs> Basketball? Go, I, I don't know. Go rock. Go rock, baby. Uh, we love the SRU stuff, man. We love the SRU stuff. Yeah, BYU can be inconsistent, but can shoot the lights out. Yeah, absolutely, Buck, man. I agree with you. I really do. They're a good team. I had them the other night, uh, Moneyline. I think it was in a Moneyline parlay with somebody, and that was a winner. Is they're just good on their home court. They can shoot. They're they're a dangerous team too in that. Okay, so hey, let's talk. Last night, man, I was I was on, and I'm gonna go back, man. My buddy Sharp Angle Syndicate, Stevie Shrimp, man, gave out Penn State plus seven and a half. I think he gave it out at eight. I think it went to seven and a half. I got it at seven and a half. They were they were done. Illinois had that game, man. Sharp was on. He had like thirty six, and somehow Penn State. Came back and won that game outright. That was beautiful. And can I just say, where was that game at? Rec Hall. 
You had yeah, old, old you had, school. Yeah, the I don't know Bruce. I, I think Bruce Parkhill still alive. I don't want to say <laughs> anything. But you got the. I'm just gonna say the spirit of Bruce Parkhill, Jerry Dunn walking around there. Jason, Jason had a great <laughs> on text. The dim lighting back in the day that was a lot more lit up than it used to be. Can I tell you a funny story? So, growing up, you know, I grew up right outside Penn State, and we went over there and we played at halftime. And, uh, I mean, Breck Hall, people were right on the court, man. I mean, that place was like they're they're on you. I'm in like fifth grade, sixth grade, and I remember dribbling down and. They're, it's college kids. You knew they were half in the bag. They're screaming at you. I mean, I wanted to piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I launched up a shot, and guess what? Didn't go in. All air, baby. Air ball? Do All air, air ball. ball. And let me oh, tell you, I, you got it. You got it, man. Rec Hall's tough. Tough environment for a fifth grader. <laughs> I loved it, man. Hardcore, man. Did they rip on me? That was scary, man. That's scary, but hey, Rec Hall, Penn State, man, get that back. Bring some games back to Rec Hall. What an environment. That was unbelievable. First PS uh, basketball game in Rec Hall since. Oh, it was, uh, Ken, I saw it. I can't remember. Did you, uh, something's covered up on it. 98, am I reading that right, John? 98? I can't see 96. 96. Okay. Good job there, Ken. Yeah, 96. Bring some games back, man. What an environment. That was fantastic. Yes. Uh, Slipper Rock, no chance of winning the PSAC. Gannon is dominating. Gannon and East Stroudsburg. So uh, go rock. Looking middle of the pack here. Plenty of blame to go around in the meltdown of Penn State. Yeah, Scotty. There was. I mean, there was a couple of missed free throws, just um, couldn't get the ball in. And when they were getting the ball in, they were in that coffin corner, man. They were putting it in, and Penn State was trapping, and they just they blowing timeouts. It was just a meltdown by Illinois last night. I mean, bottom line, I was just hoping for the cover. I was like, oh, my goodness, this team might come back and win this game. They did. So, hey, hats off to Penn State. All right, Maddie, I did this. I'm going to go to Rand here real quick, and you can jump in, man, because this was a loser for me last night. Indiana. Let's add uh, Woodson. I have it up on my phone here. Let me uh, get it really, really fast here. I, I, You know, a couple weeks ago, I said, quit hiring people that played at the school. Chris Mullen, disaster. Patrick Ewing, disaster. Can I throw a little Georgetown? Somebody put this on social media, and I hope this is true. Trying to find it in my notes here. Georgetown's 3-51 and 51 in their last Big East games. That's I true. <laughs> I love it. I like, my number, I, like, I like how Matt loves my misery. My my number one hated college basketball team of all time, the Georgetown oh, Hornets. Well, yes, from, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess it's I should have known that was coming. I'm yeah. sorry. Come on, Smitty. Yeah. Think a little bit here. Yeah, 3-51. and 51. Hey, big matchup this weekend. You got Georgetown against um, Nepal. That's what we're oh. talking about there, man. I, well, see, what's funny is I actually liked Nepal from the days of Joey Meyer. Dallas Comedies, Mark Aguirre, way back Strickland, and they are just god all. They're on the level of Detroit Mercy. Whew. They're they're it's, brutal. Three twenty three, and it's amazing because it's it's a big time center city Chicago school. I, I don't understand how they can't get more kids there. I heard years ago that where they play, it's like forty five minutes from the campus. 
know how true well, that is. It used to be Rosemont Horizon. I'm not sure where they even play. I, I don't. I don't think they play there anymore. I heard that years ago when they were going to hire a coach. They said it's just so hard because it's not anywhere near campus. The crowd, and again, no one's going to the games. It could be five minutes down the road if they're not well, if winning not, anything. It doesn't if matter. Doctor Krebs, if Doctor Krebs is in the chat, he can he can message us where. Uh, DePaul plays nowadays. Okay, that'd be great. Let's throw that in the chat. So, yeah, Georgetown, I mean, whew, my goodness gracious. All right. Competitive game. They came back, St. John's. You had Patino. You had Patino throwing people under the bus after a big loss this past week with St. John's. I mean, that guy throws people under the bus when they lose. He's throwing his <laughs> coaches under the bus. He doesn't care, man. They needed to win that game. I don't know what he would have done if Georgetown would have beat him last night because he, I mean, he brought assistant coaches in, and he's like, "We, I'm not having any fun. This, this more or less sucks. Coaches aren't any good. My players aren't any good. I mean, whew. I mean, hopefully, I guess that must have been like a motivational thing. Like, hey, let's inspire these kids. We got to make a run to try to get in the tournament here. And I mean, they got to win. To me, they got to win the tournament at St. John's. They're not going in anywhere. So. No. We'll see where that's at. So, okay. So my, okay. So back to my rant and then we're going to take another quick break and then we'll wrap up the show. So Mullen, Ewing, Penny Hardaway is not good. They got to win, I think last night or two nights ago, but that's a disaster. They got blown out over the weekend. That's a disaster coming. Jawan Howard. Oh my goodness. Michigan basketball. Oh, good luck tonight. That, they're, they're plus 12 or 12 and a half at Northwestern. And they have another key guy that just, like, he's out now for the year. What a train wreck that is. But, hey, Mike Woodson, I'm talking to you, man. Nebraska did not win a road Big Ten game yet this year, and they just got blasted last night. That game got close. I put it out on social media and said what a joke Woodson is. And then next thing you know, Indiana was down three, and I'm like, all right, if I look like a fool and win a bet, I could care less. You 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 do owe on your rant. You do owe Aaron McKee an apology, though. That team's horrible, Matt. Yeah, but they won you a bet last week. They did you win you were, me a were, bet. But you were bashing the poor guy. Too... You're like, and Aaron McKee stinks too. And now well, like, you must a bet. They're not any good. That's another guy, <laughs> McKee. I mean, quit hiring people from if they played at your school. Don't do it anymore. Guess what? It doesn't work. And if somebody knows one that was a success. Put it in the chat. I'd love to hear it, and maybe I'll call it out on that. But I just, I, I mean, it's just not good. I mean, it's Smitty, just, no break either. We're going to power through it. No break? Is that what he said? Nope. Yep. Oh, okay. Let's just Keep power rolling. through. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think we can take a break because our producer just walked out of the studio for a second. I didn't see him anymore. So, all right, man. Let's go. Last little segment here. Baseball. Major League uh, started today. I didn't see. I, I know the Dodgers scored like eight runs in the first. 14. They scored 14. I know. Was it Musgrove? Musgrove, I think they said he had a really bad outing. I didn't see. <laughs> it's spring training. He was probably golfing all morning. Yeah, he probably was. Probably was. and Stuff. So a little, little, let's throw this out. Because, you know, we'll bat, Matt will bash me all year. I'm a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. He's a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Mitch Keller did get signed, five-year deal. I think it's $77 million, Matt, off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Five, five years, 77 Okay. A deal that had to be done. Again, had a great year last year. I mean, when you're trying to – they are signing some of their core guys. I know an article came out in uh, 
Matt, do you know what site was that? I did not read the articles. The athletic. It was just it, the athletic. Shout out to the athletic, yeah. Yeah, really came after the Pirates and really made the Pirates look really, really bad. Uh, Bob Nutting, again, is a really bad owner. I mean, if you want to put up there with bad owners, he is on the top list where it is. Uh, yeah, they but, didn't even have to embellish to make them look bad because it just spit facts. So, Yeah, yeah, they, had, they interviewed former staff uh, people and – it just did not make that organization look good, which is a shame when you're a fan. I'm always going to be a fan. It's tough. But one thing I do like, they have Hayes under contract. They have Reynolds under contract. They got the pitcher. You got Paul Skeens coming up. Get Cruz under contract. You got some of your core. You do have some good minor league pro- people coming up. Let's turn it around a little bit, guys. But you got to spend some money. You got to spend I'm gonna money. I'm going to touch one name you said, uh, Brian Hayes. For anybody who loves fantasy baseball, does fantasy baseball, try to get him on your team. Over the last, I believe, five weeks of the season last year, a hitter coach, somebody must have got to him and said, look, we got to increase your launch angle a little bit. And he did. And it showed up in his power, and I believe his power rankings went up like 11%. So if he works on it this year, I mean, he's he's going to be on the field every day because he's a gold glover. So if he can just improve a little bit in his power numbers, he's a great steal in fantasy baseball this year. So I bash the Pirates a lot. Um, signing Mitch Keller was the right thing. They actually have a good bullpen. I, I wish they would go make a, like a splash move and go get a starter, or they haven't. They have some good young talent. Now, uh, somebody said it tonight. I was listening to some stuff all to Jim. This is Derek Shelton's last year, and I think if he doesn't get the 500 this year, I think it's time for a change, and it's time to not start anew, but you need a fresh face in the dugout and try to get more out of these guys. No, I think that's well said. I agree with everything you said there. I, I wish they'd go get another starter. I really do. I, I, think, it, I think their bullpen's going to be good. I like what they've I done. I frowned upon, but uh, I, uh, Trevor Bauer, sure he's had some – personal issues and issues with the ladies, but a lot of that seems to be false. Now there's still some pending stuff, but I mean, I'd sign the guy. And if it does come out, if it does come out that he is guilty, then you just cut him. You get rid of it. It's it just put a clause in the contract where you don't owe him any money, but I would bring that guy in. I wish the Phillies would bring him in. Um, If, if, we as a country are everybody gets a second chance, et cetera. I mean, he was found not guilty. So let's, I don't know. Uh, I'm all for it. Give a guy a shot. Matt, I, you know, well said there too. I, I'm all for that too. And you saw another one today. I'm going to just piggyback out off that, Matt. The punter um, for the Bills, uh, Matt. Areza. Areza. Thank you. Yeah. He just got signed by Kansas City today. Well, yeah. and again, we're not, we're not trying to, the guy was, I guess falsely accused, yeah, of rape. I'm I'm going to say it, and that's that's the truth. That's what it was. Let's not. There's a lot of people looking for money. Let's not sugarcoat it. And it yeah. came out that the guy was not even there. And why? I'm sorry. I'm going to go back, and I'm not changing off baseball here. But why did the pirate or why did the Steelers not try to grab this guy? They call him the what the punk god or something back in yeah. college. Guy could crush a football. And hey, I want to give I want to give a baseball prop or yeah. Can I just finish my rant with that real quick? And then it. It. So I just want to say with with Bauer too, same thing. We're not condoning any of this, but Bauer came out with the thing, and it's supposedly 
he's not guilty either. Now, there's some other charges. Maybe the guy's a jerk. Maybe he is. But if you're the Pirates and a guy, he just threw a bullpen the other day. He's hitting 95, 96, I think. I'm sorry. I agree with Matt, man. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay, so, Matt, go for it. A good baseball prop. First, I'm gonna apologize. Not not gonna apologize to Mets fans because that's another fan base that I could care less about. I like a little controversy, but I put a ticket on Kodai Senga to win Cy Young, and he immediately goes out and gets hurt first day of spring training. Not good. So I'll apologize to Mets fans for that. But at the same time, with that, bet against the Mets and their over total. Go under. It's over under 81, they were only there last year. Now they lost the, probably their best pitcher. They are going to be mediocre at best. It, sure, it may be a sweat, but I'm definitely under 81 and a half wins on the New York Mets. That's a good one. You know I'll be on the Pirates. I saw it today. <laughs> I think it opened at 72 and a half. It's up to 74 and a half. They're going to get over yeah. that. Their bullpen's <laughs> too good. Bullpen's way too good. They can get any starting pitching. And they, I think they added a couple guys that can do it. Now, again, uh, you, in my belief, Skeen should just be right up, but you know that's not going to happen. They're going to start him in AAA, and they're going to get through that June period, and then they're going to bring him up and everything like that. But I think the offense, again, is going to be okay. I think they're going to score runs. It's not a great division. I, mean, no, it's I, a horrible division. I think it's a horrible. And I saw a guy, I can't remember who it was, a good handicapper that I respect a lot, said he jumped on the Brewers, and he's like, I think it was Mark from Philly. I can't remember his, uh, that's his name. I think, I don't know what his ex, if that might, that might be it, but uh, he, you know, he follows us. We follow him. He's a good guy. He does some shows. He's like, I jumped on the Brewers and why I would, not? I wouldn't have a beef for that. I mean, so I'm looking at the division winner. Uh, Cardinals are the favorite at plus plus one fifty. Cubs right behind plus 225, Reds plus 375, Brewers 650. And then, Smitty, if you're going to take the, the win total over, I would put some fun money on the Pirates to win the division. Who's to say who that they can't? Why not? Plus 1,500? Why not? <laughs> it gives us something to talk about through the summer months here doing yeah. the show, and you can make fun of me and everything like that. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to try to dive in a little bit more with Major League Baseball. Hey, college baseball started last week. Just a great sport, man. If you're not gambling college baseball, it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a blast. NCAA Insiders, follow that show. Yours truly is on it. Um, we're doing remarkable things there. Uh, great graphics, great stuff, just great information. We're going to bring some of those guys on this show, too, and we're going to try to dive into that. There's some big matchups this weekend, man. It's diving in. Uh, our guy Grissom is uh, there. Uh, tomorrow is Arkansas, Oregon State. Our, both those teams are just legit, man. Arkansas is number two. I think Oregon State's like five or six. They're undefeated. They're mashing the ball right now. Arkansas is a loaded team. Can I just say, be careful, though. It got me this week a little bit. Just be careful with the in-week games. In-week game, midweek games in college baseball is crazy. You had Wake Forest. Wake Forest is loaded. They have a great team, but UNC Greensboro beat them this week. Campbell, that had a really good showing last weekend, too, beat East Carolina. East Carolina has a really good team. And Dayton went in and beat uh, number six Vandy the other night. Um, so the midweek games are crazy. It's all about pitching. 
the weekend, they set their staff up for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Midweek game is maybe a junior or a sophomore or something like that. So just be careful with that. But yeah, college baseball is off to a fantastic start, man. It's, it's exciting. And I know I was supposed to go out and I'm not going to go out, but I know our former guy that was on this show Q is so into this and he's going to be out in Omaha again. And I've been out there and what a great experience going out to Omaha, Nebraska. It's a lot of fun. Any, did you catch any action with college uh, baseball? I did. I know you dive in a little later. Yeah. I have a ticket on Oregon state to win it all because uh, we broke that. We broke down college baseball last week. Again, the show got a little discombobulated. So I do have a ticket on them and the odds have drastic or dropped drastically this week because they had yeah. a real good showing out of the gate. Yeah, so they had. I, yeah, I grabbed it at the right time. Yeah, they they got off to a good start last weekend. Uh, uh, swept the series, and then they had a they had a really big matchup yesterday against Texas Tech. Texas Tech's a really good team, and um, and they they won. I think ten six. They put a yeah, pretty good showing on. on them. Lehigh beat Iowa this week. Yeah, Buck, they did. Uh, that was Sunday. Uh, that was in a tournament. Iowa was two and zero. Uh, going into that game on Sunday, and I know a lot of guys I follow. There's some really good handicappers out there in college baseball, and they were on them with a money line parlay uh, with some teams. And Lehigh did beat them. Uh, just they got they got they got it. Iowa is a good pitching staff. The thing I'll say about Iowa right now, their bats kind of scare me scare me a little little bit. There's a chance to let them. I don't know what that was, but. Maybe that's something from Iowa, and they didn't like that comment. All right, just keep an eye on. But they're, yeah, their top two uh, pitchers for Iowa are just lights out, and that's what you. That's my advice, and I would say just keep an eye on starting pitching's key. A lot of teams can mash the ball in, in college baseball. It's really the pitching staff and the bullpen. The bullpen's key. You got to get those guys that can get those late couple outs in these games. So keep an eye on that. NCAA insiders, that'd be. A good way to start with that. So, hey, Maddie, great show, buddy. John, I'll come back to Maddie, but John, great yeah, show, great buddy. Great work behind the glass, John. Yeah, man, we uh, this guy's doing unbelievable stuff for us. We really appreciate John. Thanks, John. Of course, of course. Thank you, guys. Maddie, any final thoughts? Anything? Hey, my early bets don't look good. I'm gonna be. You gotta be. You gotta be transparent, <laughs> man. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast is not looking good. Delaware's not looking good. Minnesota's off to a good start. Abilene Christian's off to a good start. Hey, one, I apologize. I, I am on tonight. I put it out on social. Um, and I'm sorry I didn't say it before we started here. Uh, the game before tip. St. Thomas, I played them, and they were winning too. So I apologize for that. I did miss that game on my card. But my early ones, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully that's a comeback. But any last words, Matty? Um, I do have a couple plays. I like... Nine o'clock start, uh, Charlotte Hornets, Utah Jazz. I got it at over under 228 and a half. It's up to 229, so it jumped up a half point. And then Lakers, Warriors tonight, no LeBron. So if you want a little fun action, put money on D'Angelo Russell over points, Ryu Hachimura over points, and then I have money on Curry because there's not going to be much defense in this game. I have money on Curry over 39.5 points, rebounds, and assists. So a little fun action after we get off here. I can watch a little NBA and get back into that. Matty, what was your first game? You had the under in the Jazz Hornets game? 
Over. Over 228 and a half is what I had. Okay, I have 229. So you still like the yep. over in that? I do. I mean, it's a half a point. Buy a hook if you really want. All right, I'm jumping in. I'm going to play in it. I haven't played an NBA game for months. I'm going to jump <laughs> in with you. I'm on that. We're on the over in the Hornets-Jazz game. I'm going with nails on that one, so... Yeah, you know, a couple of late, I mean, keep an eye on that Arizona State. Washington State's a very good team. Yeah. A lot yeah. of points, but that's, I'm shocked that it's that high. That scares me sometimes. <laughs> Washington at Arizona State, keep an eye on maybe Washington. Some of the stuff I look at had Washington winning that. I'm off on that game, but that's another one maybe keep an eye on. And a weird one, Oregon-Stanford's a good late one tonight. Stanford's favorite. Oregon's been playing a little better, but. I, I don't really have a lean on that. I'd probably lean Oregon, but I'm going to probably stay off and just see what happens here tonight. But yeah, follow our plays, man. Again, Smitty Bucks. Matty, throw it out one more time. If you follow Matt. And at Notebook Wagering, man. We're going to yep. put them out there. We're very transparent. We throw it out there and we win. We win. If we lose, we call it out and we say it like that. All right, everybody. Hey, thank you so much for the chat. We love you guys so much. Thanks for being here every week with us, and the chat just keeps getting better and better. Maddie, what do we always say? Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and bang your bookies. Make sure you subscribe. Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes, and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.